117 for November 2010. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They have today's comics at yesterday's prices. And with today's $3.99 cover prices, you really need a discount. Now, a spider example of their great prices this month is Ultimate Spider-Man, number 152. Now, this one's written by Brian Michael Bendis and penciled by Sarah Pekelli. And in this issue, uh, the Black Cat returns, and Spidey continues his Avengers after-school training with Iron Man as his first teacher. Now, the cover price of this book is $2.99. Mail order has it for just $1.49, which is 50% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Welcome to our November show, gang. As you can tell from the opening music, this is our yearly Spider Jeopardy show. We have Josh Bertotti back to be our Alex Trebek, if you will. Welcome, Josh. Yeah, I'm surprised that they uh, let me back on after the ringer that they <laughs> put through last year. No, you're, you're, I, I can't believe you've written like 70 questions for this game. Yeah, I was so, going to write 100, but, you know, luckily, uh, well, kind of... But you un- have a life. <laughs> kind of unluckily, two people that would have showed up couldn't show up, so I, I trimmed the questions, because it's going to be less people. Josh is an administrator on the Crawl Space. He also does a feature, columns like Spider Memories and Spider Revisions on the front page. So welcome back to the show. It's been about a year. Yeah, for those of, uh, lots of people have been asking on message boards and to Brad and stuff, how, how do I become a member of the staff? How do I get on the show? The answer is, you need to fly to San Diego and get Stan to leave the Brett to bless the birth of Brad's child. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm done after this, so you, we aren't having any new members. <laughs> Oh, no, you got to have two. <laughs> you got to have at least two. Well, I have a stepdaughter, so I'm, I'm good. Ah, okay. And, and we have the Richard Dawson of the podcast, JR from SpideyKicksButt.com. Welcome, sir. Yeah, is there an old lady for me to kiss here? Uh, <laughs> geez. Well, we do have an Aunt May category coming up. Oh, soon for boy, looking Jeopardy forward to it. I'm, uh... As she gets around, it's an easy category. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Judging by well, judging by everybody's behavior in the comics this last year or so, everybody's easy. So yeah, and we have the Vanna White of the podcast, Stella from the Batgirl to Oracle podcast, and also an administrator in the crawl space. Welcome, Stella. Thanks. I've been up for seventy-two straight hours counting every thought bubble, word balloon, and narrator box <laughs> from Amazing Fantasy on. So straight up, I'm ready to go. Wow, that's impressive. If she gets another thought balloon question, she just wins. <laughs> I mean, gosh. And we have the Chuck Barris of the podcast, Kevin Cushing from the Jeff Johns podcast, also an administrator on the site, and some big news, you're headed to California. Yeah, uh, I got accepted to an acting school out in California this week, so that's pretty damn exciting. Awesome. Do, you, do you know who Chuck Barris is, by the way? I've got no idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know him. I don't know the actual guy, but I do know uh, what is it, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, where mm-hmm. Sam Rock right. played him. Right, George Clooney, Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anyway, you're the gong show of the host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the Wayne Brady of the podcast, Michael Bailey. He's the host of what? Views from the Long Box, which recently returned with a new episode with Stella. Welcome, Wayne. I mean, Michael. It's amazing because he's actually whiter than I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> And the letters uh, come pouring in. Yeah, no doubt. He, he's uh, on that new uh, Let's Make a Deal show that airs when everybody's at work. You know, you can't help but like him, though. I know. I loved him on that show, uh, uh, Whose Line Is Anyway? Mm-hmm. I thought he was really Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was good. 
And uh, unfortunately, uh, Zach can't be with us. He had to work. Now, he missed a few days earlier this month because his grandma passed away. So I just wanted to publicly say on the show that our thoughts are with you, and we all love you like a brother. So uh, hopefully we can wrap up 2010 with Zach on next month. So before we uh, get to the game show, we're going to talk to Josh about the rules and the categories. How many do I have to answer right to kick JR's ass is my main question. <laughs> as long as you answer more than JR, which um, uh, I mean, I guess that, that that'll be, you know, some alternate universe or something. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh, uh, we're doing uh, 10, 10 correct questions this year. Uh, if we exhaust the questions and we... And nobody's reached 10. We'll do Final Jeopardy, which uh, I guess we'll explain that if we come to it. The categories this year are, let me uh, go through the list. I think I made it earlier in the thread, so I'll just read from there. I've got it right here. You want me to read it? I've got it right in front of me. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you find it before I do, go for it. Here, oh, here, here, we go. here it is. Found it at the same there you go. TV and film, uh, which I guess is the Brad Douglas category. <laughs> going to whoop some ass on that one. <laughs> Symbiotes, Aunt May, Marriage, Clone Saga, Amazing Fantasy 15, Brand New Day, and Miscellaneous. There you go. So let's start, ladies first. Oh let's do. Let's interview. We uh, can't do interview. something like strategic that we have some sort of rock paper scissors contest to figure out who goes first. <laughs> now you have to put me on the. Well, uh, well, it's ladies' prerogative. Do you want to go last? Yeah, I would prefer to go last. Okay, <laughs> go with Jr. first then. <laughs> JR, you start with JR and then I'll follow JR and then Kevin, Bailey, and Stella. Does that work? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Hey, JR, what category you like? Well, um, I think I will uh, pick a category uh, of my of uh, my fellow geriatric and uh, <laughs> I will go with Aunt May. Okay, I'm a man has said that. Now, are these Bailey. multiple choice or are these uh, yes, every okay. question's multiple choice? <laughs> that was <laughs> That, that was one of the requests that we got. And Josh ingratiates himself already. <laughs> yeah, maybe Man. Bailey will actually stay awake for, you know, this time. Oh. Uh, with me. <laughs> maybe you'll say something wow. interesting enough for me to stay awake. <laughs> oh, oh, giving, the people what, giving the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the comments last year. They love how you two just went for each other's <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about the questions? I like it when Bailey and Josh fought. All in good, clean <laughs> podcasting fun. Yes. Okay. After, after Aunt May. yeah. Now after Peter left um, the house with, after Peter moved out of Aunt May's house during the Ramita run to live with Harry, what was Aunt May's living situation? A. She stayed on her own until Doctor Octopus came along as a boarder. B. Anna Watson moved in with her. C. She left the Parker household and moved in with Anna Watson. Or D. She opened up a halfway house. That's a good one. What's A and B again? She stayed on her own until Dr. Octopus uh, moved in as a boarder, and B is Anna Watson moved in with her. Uh, ooh, I will say A. Mm, I, can't believe I, I can't believe I stumped JR right off the bat. Okay, um, it's actually C. Uh, she moved in with Anna Watson. Um, oh, wow. She, she didn't return to the original Parker household until uh, after she... Uh, came back from the dead the first time during that Mysterio burglar arc when she opened up the boarding house. JR, I would have got that wrong. I, w- I thought it was Doc Ock. Yeah. Well, well Doc, Ock, the Doc, Doc Ock did move in as a boarder, but that was in the Anna Watson house. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Oh, well, I am, I am now shamed and humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We got ten more. Um, 
I'll take TV and film, sir. Of course. Of course, yes. As if there was <laughs> any other. Let's see. I'm, I'd be scrolling back and forth, so feel free to edit or not edit out the long silences as, right. as I, you do. You know me. I, ne- I never edit out anything. I just talk <laughs> to, to eliminate the silence. Okay. Yeah. Which one of these characters did not appear in the 90s Spider-Man animated series? A, okay, one more Ned time. Leeds, B, Gwen Stacy, C, Electro, or D, the Sandman? Well, Gwen Stacy was in the Clone Saga episode, I think. Uh, Sandman was, uh, or was that Hydro-Man with the Mary Jane thing? I was in college when this show was on. I think it's Electro. Electro appeared in Six Forgotten Warriors, and he was Red Damn son. <laughs> uh, Should have gone with the Sandman, because, nope, Sandman never oh. made an appearance. It was Hydro-Man all the time, wasn't it? Uh, Hydro yeah. Man appeared twice. Yeah. yeah, the one with Mary Jane what? clone you're thinking of was Hydro Man. Yeah. Was, uh, when was Ned Leeds in there? He was like a bit character, uh, who was in the yeah. background of the Daily Bugle scenes, and there's one random episode where Ned Leeds says something about Jonah or Robbie, and Peter just goes, Ned Leeds was right! Uh-huh. Out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Didn't, it was really weird. Uh-huh. Well, JR, we're sucking right off yeah, the bat, we aren't are, we? Yeah, <laughs> we are. Oh, yeah, you know, and Ned also appeared, I think, in the, uh-huh. one of the Tombstone episodes where, he was um, suggesting that Spider-Man and Ro- you know Robbie was were involved with something, and, and uh, mm. Jonah cut him right off. So, but yeah, he wasn't in it much. But I never would have guessed yeah. that Sandman wasn't in it. I would never have guessed that. Me neither. Easter egg. Kevin, if you pause the Daily Bugle articles when when they're on the screen, usually it'll say by Ned Leeds in the headlines. Ah, Kevin's up. All right, I will. Well, since Zach's not here, Clone Saga <laughs> is going to be my category. I, I figured as much. I know that you've been doing your research. <laughs> All right, let's see. Ben Riley once shared a beer with what Spider-Man villain? A. Venom, B. Sandman, C. Kane, or D. The Chameleon in Disguise? It was Venom during the Planet of the Symbiotes arc. And the first point of the episode goes to Kevin. Yeah. Woohoo! Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Man! Dark yeah, Horse out of nowhere, huh, Brad? JR, you hear that? That's the youngsters kicking our ass. Hell, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it goes. And the well, Bailey's what, up. What you have to do is listen to the excellent Clone Saga Chronicles podcast. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, we haven't, we by haven't the way, Code Stars to get the questions. I'm actually rereading the Clone Saga Volume 1. I'm about three-fourths through it. And that Lost Years is incredible. Yes, it is. I, I, I haven't read that since it came out. And I was just really impressed with it. But honestly, if you can make it through Planet of the Symbiotes and keep reading, then oh, you know you're dedicated. I knew that sucked back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Bailey's up. Well, my first instinct is to take TV and film, but Brad will have me killed. So... <laughs> I think we're losing the connection with Bailey. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll actually go for broke and go Amazing Fantasy 15. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're going to go super obscure, and oh, Bailey listens to classics, so, you know, this one's going to be hard. Okay, which one of Peter's powers is not showcased during the story? Agility, spider sense, wall crawling, or spider strength? I would have to say agility. I disagree. 
And Brad would be right to disagree. Uh, Spider Sense was not uh, showcased. Wasn't? Isn't there the scene where the people are going to run him over with the car, and he senses it and jumps out of the way? He jumps yeah. out of the way, but not because he sensed it. The first time his spider sense was mentioned. Damn you, retcons! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the first time spider sense was mentioned, and it wasn't called spider sense, was uh, when he's fighting the invisible girl in Amazing Spider-Man number one, and they say like, just like the spider's web. No, he just saw he was daydreaming. He saw the car, and he jumped out of the okay. way, and. But it, uh, like in, in in retcons and TV adaptations, yeah. it's always attributed to his. Uh, his yeah, sense, I, so that's uh, okay. Well, yeah, I, th- 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 that's kind of that's kind of fair that that you would think that I guess. But you you're still wrong. Yeah, <laughs> you're, 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 you're still wrong. But yeah, that's that, that's fair. The hatred of Josh continues. Uh, <laughs> from you, you give the people what they want. Everyone's <laughs> tuning in, expecting me and Bailey to be like you know cowering with knives in our hands. <laughs> okay, Speaking ladies, last people cowering with knives in their hands, trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna go. pull a card from um, Brad's, I guess, deck and go TVs and movies, TVs and films. Sorry. TV and film. Okay. What song were Mary Jane and Harry Osborn jamming to while they were cooking in Spider-Man 3? Oh, God. A, uh, Sugar Pie, Honey... Bu- oh, you know this one without multiple choice? Hello? To- yeah, <laughs> sorry, no, I it- have to think about it. <laughs> no, it, it, it sounded like you were about to say it, so... It's uh, Chubby Checker's uh, Twist. Yeah, that's right. And you oh, got it without multiple nice. choice. Let's do the twist. I knew, I knew that's why I called you Wayne Brady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Kevin and Stella. Today. Wow, Jr. and Bailey and I are hauling ass at the rear. <laughs> the answer, my friends, is sucking in the wind. <laughs> Jr. Rede- redeem us. I'll see what I can do. Uh, <laughs> Let's see here. I'm not going to let that horny old broad get the best of me, so I'll put the... <laughs> And that's the so, quote of the episode. So I will, uh, literally or metaphorically, um, so I will pick Aunt May again. <laughs> metaphorically. Yeah, lots of people have picked Aunt May, and one of the guys that picked her was her fiancé, Nathan Lebunsky. Uh Why did Aunt May break up with him? A, she caught him bad-mouthing Peter. B, she found out about his gambling addiction. C, he let a criminal be killed. Or D, she still had some lingering feelings for Uncle Ben. Oh, God, this is another good one. Holy cow, because I remember all of these events. And what really triggered them? Uh, uh, let's go with the, uh, the the one that sticks out in my mind. Let's go with the letting a criminal be killed. Yep, that's right. Um, in Peter David's spectacular Spider-Man run, there was a hostage situation that had been resolved by Spider-Man, but Nathan, you know, cranky old man that he was, raised the blind so that the snipers saw the criminal and shot him. Aunt May threw him out of the boarding house after that. Uh, they did reconcile over in a web of Spider-Man issue and, you know, got back together, but then he died anyway. I thought he had a gambling problem. He did. He did. That's why. Oh, okay. Th- th- that's why I put it in one of the questions. That's um. Yeah. Th- there's there's some red herrings. I'm pulling out actual stuff. Oh. Well, I'll I'll uh, go down the same path in TV and film. Okay. Uh, we're, uh, is someone keeping score? By the way. Oh hell. You're not. Yes, uh, actually, <laughs> I am. Yes. 
Okay, okay, okay yeah. it, it's it's Jr. with one and Stella uh, and Kevin with Kevin. one. Okay, yeah. Me and Bailey, nada. All right, uh, Brad, you said you're going with... TV and film. Of course, TV and film. Why why would yes. you pick anything else? <laughs> okay, which Spider-Man series did not feature Ed Asner? A, the '90s animated series. B, Spider-Man Unlimited. C, Spider-Man the MTV series, or D, Spectacular Spider-Man. All of those series featured Ed Asner except, except for one of them. Which one? Okay, I'm, I'm screwed because it's a 50-50 shot. Because I know he was in the, in the animated series. He was J. Jonah Jameson. He was in Spec Spidey. He was Uncle Ben. Now, I don't know if he was in the MTV show or the, what was the other one? Unlimited? Unlimited. The one that <clears throat> Actually, they both kind of sucks. Yeah. Um... My instinct is to go with the MTV show because he because the Unlimited happened so soon after the '90s, so why not use the same voice acting cast? But they, he didn't he didn't play J. Joe Jameson in that show, I don't think. <clears throat> or that could just be your damn red herring. Um, all right, M- MTV is my answer. Okay, well, unfortunately, uh, he wasn't. Mother. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he played he played Officer Barr on the MTV Spider-Man series. Who the hell's Officer Barr? He was a police officer. Oh my god! <laughs> god forbid you should stop listening to your MP5 and actually get involved or something like that. Oh, you remember that episode, Jr.? <laughs> yeah, I was a lizard. Oh, he, he, was a, he was in more than one, actually. I think so. Yep. Yep, he was uh, a <laughs> some of the best video game cut screen animation ever. <laughs> I'm screwed, Kevin. <laughs> okay, um, I'm scrolling down the Clone Saga just by pure instinct. <laughs> well, I was, but I think nobody else has picked symbiotes. I'm gonna try symbiotes. Of course, I don't know how dumb I am for designing this to be my second symbiote question in a row. Did you write these all in like a word pad or uh, word? It's file? in two separate documents because I had to do some of them at work um, on my laptop. Cool. Okay, yeah. Here's a. The cure for Venom's thirst for brains is, oh, meaning the, the the something that would make Venom not crave eating brains anymore, an injection of a special toxin created by the jury. B. Extreme cold temperatures. C. Chocolate or D. Blood. You're kidding, right? <laughs> oh. oh, this is the really, really, really bad symbiote stuff. I should have known better. Um, let's go with. There's, there is good symbiote stuff out there. I'll let you know is, when I find some. I'm trying to decide if it should be. Since this was so stupid, should it be the stupidest answer being chocolate? Or the one that sounds like it makes the most sense being the serum created by the jury. So, uh, but then cold temperatures and blood. You you made some weird multiple choice there, my friend. <laughs> I commend you. Uh, I'm going to go with the jury serum, although it's probably wrong. Well, your instinct to go for a stupid 90s miniseries having a stupid uh, duet. Help, help me out with some Latin style. Is that Latin deus ex machina? Yeah. How, yeah. how do I pronounce it? Yeah. Deus ex machina, yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. Are you kidding me? It's chocolate? Yep. Venom finds out Holy at the end of Venom crap. the Hunger miniseries, and then he buys the symbiote, one of those Valentine heart-shaped boxes of chocolate, so it won't even... See, I should have oh. known to just go for the stupidest thing. Oh. I wouldn't have got... Jared, would you have gotten that one? 
Um, Any, I, anybody had gotten that one? I, I might have. I might have gone with it as the you know, like Kevin said, as the stupidest answer. Uh, but I, I did not know that off the top of my head. No, that's impressive. <laughs> Yikes! Not that they got it wrong, but that damn question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and congratulations on coming up with choices that make a hell of a lot more sense than what was in the damn comic. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I I thought it was the, the vault guys. <laughs> I could have had a toddler, you know, come up with questions that made more sense than what was in the comic. <laughs> Hell, actually, a toddler as an answer would have made more sense. <laughs> uh, Bailey, you're up, sir. I'll go for Amazing Fantasy 15 again. I mean, at some point, I'm going to get something right. So, all right. Max Schiffman, who was Spider-Man's agent in that story, later returned and was a lackey of A. Norman Osborn, B. Mysterio, C. The Chameleon, or D. He hasn't been seen since the 1960s. B. Mysterio. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it was the, in that the, tw- the 30th anniversary special. Mm-hmm. Web of Spider-Man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Love those books. Let me just refresh. Everybody's got a point but me. Is that right? <laughs> At this point, yes. Holy crap. <laughs> Damn it. And you're getting multiple oh. choice this year. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's no bitching now, host. <laughs> uh, Stella. I'll go TV and film. Uh, yeah, TV and film again. <laughs> Further ruining Brad's chances. Hey, man, i got to get away from that thing. I've gotten too wrong. i I got to go pound on Aunt May or something. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> which, which character from the Sam Raimi movies wound up crossing over into the sixth one? B, Bernard the Osborne's butler. C... Hold on, you, you broke up a lot. Okay, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start the answers. Uh, did you hear the question? Uh, which character in the Sam Raimi films crossed over to the 616 universe? Yeah. Okay, okay so I'll just, I'll just read the answers. A, Mr. Dickovich. B, Bernard, the Osborne's butler. C, Hoffman, Jameson's little lackey. Or D, Ursula, the girl that bakes the milk and cookies. What was C again? Ursula, the the little skinny anorexic girl that's always giving. Oh, there's cookies. only A through C now. There's not a D. Oh no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, th- I thought you were asking for D. C was Hoffman, the guy that Jameson's always yelling at. Oh right, right. Oh, Mr. I'm gonna Dickovich, go. Yeah, I'm gonna butler. go with A. Mr. Dickovich, yes, and it happened uh, last month in it was recent species. Yeah. Yeah, it was recent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jr. Brent. Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I have the eyes of a rodent and the ears of a cat. Wow. Did you say cat? That, that, that's what he said. He says, I have the eyes of a rodent and the ears of a cut. Okay. What do you like, JR? Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's pick something that hasn't been picked before. Uh, let's go with uh, Brand New Day. Okay. In issue 546 of uh, Amazing Spider-Man, which was the first issue of Brand New Day, this was back when all the readers thought that Mary Jane was jackpots. In the jackpot backup in that issue, there was a big red herring that led the readers to believe that it was Mary Jane. What was this red herring? Was it A, she mentioned that she had to get home to her aunt. B, she said that she got some money from a modeling gig. C, she expressed familiarity with Harry and the Osborne family. Or D, she hinted that she knew about the soap opera world. 
Uh, it was money from the modeling gig. Yeah. Yep. She used money from the modeling gig to buy a police scanner. And oddly enough, they never, um, they did some jack, some jackpot stories later about, uh, that, uh, that one Elena Jobson girl before she became jackpot. And none of them ever showed her as a model. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'm branching out. I'm going to do the alternate reality marriage. <laughs> Well, it's marriage in general, not just Peters and Mary James. Oh, lots, oh lots, okay. Lots of people get married, yeah. All right, I'll take a marriage. Christine Sanders was once engaged to what Spider-Man villain? Morbius, Scorpion, The Rose, or Man-Wolf? <sighs> Peter was once married to this redhead. Who was it? Was it the jackpot? <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs> Or D, Peter was never married. <laughs> Hell, I'll take the D. Uh, uh, what, what, what's the name of the gal again? Christine Sanders. Mm. Brad's going in the Google. No, I'm not. I, I, that's cheating. I won't do that. Read, read the multiple choice one more time. A, Morbius. B, Scorpion. C, The Rose. Or D, Manwolf. Christine Sanders. I don't know why, but I, I'm going to go Man-Wolf. Yeah, she was... Hot damn! Yes, she was John Jameson's fiance in um, the 70s exactly. and uh, some of the early 80s stories. That was a total guess. Did, did the Rose have a girlfriend or a wife or something? Uh, yeah, the Rose. There was this. There was this did. girl that like like went through all of the like went through like two of the Rose's lackeys. Um, I'm, I think mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember her name. Jr. Who was, was that, that girl? Was that De- was that Delilah or something? Uh, my my my. Uh, there was a there was a <laughs> civilian girl that like they met walking in the park and she was with Richard Fisk in the gang war. I don't remember her name. I don't. Anyway, that's that's really obscure, but. I'm glad I guessed one right. Well, she was she appeared in almost all the John Jameson stories in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, I know, but I was a young kid. <laughs> Who's up? Uh, Kevin's up. Oh, I'm up. Uh, give me Clone Saga because I learned my lesson with the symbiotes. <laughs> damn chocolate. <laughs> damn brains. Damn damn brains. Speaking okay. of, are you watching The Walking Dead, Kevin? I watched the first episode. Do you like it? Not really. Oh, shit. The comic was oh, able so. to overcome my dislike for zombies, but the show wasn't. Oh. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go, ahead. Saga. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> ben Riley dyed his hair blonde after he was mistaken for Peter by A. Flash Thompson. Wait, B. I can do this without the multiple choice. Anna Watson. Hello? Anna Watson. Uh, he, 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 he cut out. I, I couldn't hear anything. Oh, he guessed Well, Anna in that Watson. case, give me the multiple choice just in case you're <laughs> trying to give me that chance. No, no, no. If, if he said Anna Watson, yep, he's right. He, um, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm sticking with Clumps. <laughs> wow, that was pretty good. Nice one. Good question. Uh, Mr. Bailey's up. I'll go for Amazing Fantasy 15 again. <laughs> Everyone's got their pet categories. <laughs> well, we're all learning what we can do. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Okay, how long does one have to stay in the ring with Crusher Hogan? A, one minute, B, three minutes, C, five minutes, or D? There was no time specified. You just had to get him to give up. I believe it's D. 
that there was no time specified in Amazing Fantasy. <laughs> There was, I think it was five minutes. It was three minutes. Three minutes oh, with shit. Fresher Hogan. Sounds like a, a bad question. Sounds like a bad <laughs> movie. Sounds like an Aunt May question. Three minutes. Because the, <laughs> the three minutes was in the first movie, so I second guessed myself because of the first question. Fuck Amazing Fantasy 15. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what was so important about that issue? <laughs> Things you never want to hear on a Spider Man podcast. <laughs> 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 Stella, <laughs> that uh, was awesome. Yeah, I'll go with the uh, TV and film. Fuck Action Comics number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got you, you got to say the Stella. Fuck Detective Comics issue three hundred and sixty nine. Sixty nine. I knew where you were going with that. Oh. She's a uh, she's a little feistier than I am. She Screw will cut amazing. you. Screw amazing. Spider-Man 14, Jr. Okay, that was to Goblin. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right. Before working on Spectacular Spider-Man, Greg Wiseman did work for what Spider-Man series? A, he worked on a few episodes of the 90s show. B, Spider-Man Unlimited. C, the MTV series. Or D, uh, nope, Spectacular Spider-Man was his first. Because I know, <laughs> and what's funny is, um, which McCall would kill me, Greg XB. Let me think about this. Well, I know that he did uh, Gargoyles, but that's not uh, what we're looking for here. Can you go through my choices again, please? A few episodes of the 90s show. B, Spider-Man Unlimited. C, the MTV series. Or D, nope, Spec was his first. Um, I, I'll just go with D. Speck was the first. Um, in an interview that he actually did on the Spectacular Web's podcast, I was surprised to hear Greg Meisman say that he did some behind-the-scenes stuff on the MTV series. Oh. Uh, yeah. This is the first I've ever heard of that. Yeah, no, okay. that, that, that surprised wow. me. Wow. Okay. Wow. Stella, I would have went with your answer. Yeah. Not that I'm losing, but that doesn't help anything. <laughs> <laughs> JR, what's the score? Let's refresh the score, JR. You're keeping score. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kevin, Stella, and myself each have two. Uh, Brad and Mr. Bailey have one. Damn. <laughs> well, you're up, JR. Okay. Uh, let's go with miscellaneous. That hasn't had a, uh, a pick yet. <clears throat> This can be obscure stuff from any various incarnation of Spider-Man. Yeah, miscellaneous is just stuff from, you know... It's a it, grab it, bag it, it of fun. into category. Okay, the first kiss ever shown in Amazing Spider-Man uh, was... Peter and Betty Brant in issue 8. Peter and Gwen in issue 50. Peter and Gwen in issue 59. Or Peter and Gwen in issue 98. I thought they never kissed. Peter and Gwen? It was a joke. Oh. <laughs> run uh, run those by me again, please. Peter and Betty in issue 8. Peter and Gwen in issue 50. Peter and Gwen in issue 59. Or Peter and Gwen in issue 98. Let's see here. Well, you know, uh, first of all, I have absolutely no <clears throat> idea. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to outthink myself. And uh, <laughs> because... Uh, 
I'm going to go with the absolute latest issue relative, you know, time, uh, Amazing 98, because it was just, it would be incredible if we hadn't, we didn't see a kiss before then, so that's the one I'm going with. Really? Well, issue 98 did end with Peter and Gwen kissing um, on the last panel, but they had previously kissed in issue 59 when Peter returned from his little amnesia working with Dr. Octopus stint. Didn't Betty and uh, Peter kiss underneath the table in that first issue, that issue 8 or whatever? No, they just talked about her eyes. I didn't pick 59 because... Because um, it was very soon after that that actually she got really pissed at him, right? That was the whole. Uh, uh, that was just before uh, Norman rescued her and uh, and the captain from the king from uh, the uh, brainwasher. So okay, man, uh, I'll take brand new day. I'm venturing out. It's a brand new day. Mm-hmm. Who wrote that song? You two. Thanks. I got another point. Sting also had a song called Brand New Day. Damn it. Who was the first to relearn Peter's secret identity after Brand New Day? A, the Fantastic Four, B, the Avengers, C, Daredevil, or D, Kane? Well, I don't think Daredevil knows. Uh, Kane was really late. It's either the Avengers or the FF. I think it was the FF and that Negative Zone story. The FF was supposed to be first, but the Avengers story came out oh, first. Oh, oh, which, um, uh, uh, epic fail. <laughs> Damn. Go ahead, Kev. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's surprise everybody and go with Clone Saga. Okay. <laughs> Say what you want about the man, but he knows what works. <laughs> Things over here on a date with Kevin Cushing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anthony Sebra was uh, the Miles Warren's lab assistant who uh, the Jackal murdered at the beginning of the Clone Saga. But it was once believed that Anthony Sebra was the skeleton found in the smokestack. B, that he was alive as Gaunt. C, that he was infected with the first strain of the Karin virus. Or D, that he was mutated into Ben Riley. It's D that he was mutated into Ben Riley, which was later proven false. Yeah. Yeah, that was the retcon in the 80s, that Ben Riley was actually a mutated Anthony Sebra. But apparently the high evolutionary just didn't want anybody to know that the Jackal could clone people, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, in, in the Spider-Man universe, journals get forged all the time, apparently. Like, you know, Miles <laughs> Warren's got a fake journal, Norman Osborn's got a fake journal, it's... Bailey, you're up, sir. Um, I'll take TV and film. Poor Brad. It's okay. I'm eating pizza right now, <laughs> and Kevin Kevin's ticked about All it. All right, the Japanese, <laughs> the 1970s Japanese Spider-Man show gave Spider-Man a giant robot. What other TV show gave him such a thing? <laughs> a, a, Amazing Friends. B, the Nick Hammond Spider-Man show. C, the 90s animated series, or D, no other show would do something that asinine. <laughs> I'm going to go D, no other show would do something that asinine. Which would be true, except um, in the final episode of the 90s Spider-Man animated series. What? Lo and behold, what? there was a giant Spider-Man robot. You're kidding. 
it, it was vo- it was voice activated to obey the commands of Spider-Man. So Spider Carnage and Spider-Man were like arguing over who the robot was going to kill until it blew itself up because it didn't Damn. know who to believe. Well, I guess and when that, you that, adapt the Clone that, Saga, you hit new levels of ridiculous. Is that the one with Stanley and him swinging around the city? Yeah, that last episode okay. did all kinds of crazy things. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. Uncle Ben Damn. came back. Yeah, it was Ed Asner, wasn't it? No, <laughs> no just no. Who played Ed, Who played Uncle Ben in the '90s show? I don't know. Oh, okay, well, Quizmaster. <laughs> <laughs> See Bailey, I'm getting pissed at him now because <laughs> I'm losing. <laughs> Stella, you're up. <laughs> uh, I'll go back to TV and film. All right. David Fincher wanted to use what story for for his treatment of the Spider-Man motion picture before Sam Raimi was picked as director instead? Meaning, David Fincher, what what comic did he want to adapt? A, the Master Planner trilogy. B, Spider-Man No More. C, the Nike When Stacy Died. Or D, Craven's Last Hunt. Wow. I never um, even knew was wanting to do one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that either, honestly. Can you go through those again, please? The Master Planner Trilogy, Spider-Man No More, The Night When Stacy Died, and Craven's Last Hunt. JR, you know this one? Well, let's uh, let Stella try to answer it first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh. JR, if you, yeah, if you know it's <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Master Planner. He decided to pick something a little later in the game, namely the Nike when Stacy died, which is an odd choice for a first movie in a franchise. But that's what he wanted to do. I could kind of say it. If you hold the whole death thing towards the end. Wow. Yeah. There were, there were a lot of strange things that... You know, story ideas that kind of story. popped up. I didn't know but, it was near uh, your corset. What? But, uh, Whoa. What the hell? What was that? <laughs> Sorry. Bailey, that is officially the best quote of this podcast. <laughs> Excuse me, random. Sorry, I didn't know it was near your corset. Bailey, what? Bailey always gets lucky when he's on this show. I don't understand what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a green light suddenly and he's gone. I mean... <laughs> no, I just, got, I just got fussed at by the wife. But that's okay. Man, it's all right because it made for good comedy on the podcast. That was really good. Uh, by the way, I don't uh, the pizza reference I made earlier. I don't know if we said this on the show, but Kevin has ordered Papa John's breadsticks, cheese sticks, like, cheese sticks, cheese, cheese sticks, like three days ago, they're, and they have not arrived yet. They are now twenty-one minutes past the outside <laughs> estimate of forty minutes. Do you get free cheese sticks if they're this late? Son of a bitch, I doubt it. <laughs> You should I'm use really, the pizza guy as a lifeline. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> lamenting that Papa John's has that thing on their website that you go ahead and put in a tip with your credit card. Like, you know, if that oh, hadn't oh. been there, they wouldn't be I getting that tip. JR's up. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Since I screwed up the last one, let's try that category again. Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Okay, the Watsons live next door to the Parkers, but what family lives next door on the other side? I'm sorry, read that question again. You faded out. 
Okay. The Watsons live next door to the Parkers, but what family lives next door on the other side? We're talking specifically, you know, the first 50 issues era. The Smiths, the Gellers, the Abbots, or the Watkins? Oh, I know this. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Um, let's go with the Watkins. Nope, the Abbots. They uh, took Aunt May on vacation in issue 10 after uh, she recovered from her first heart attack. Damn. I only, did you really know that? I did, actually. I, I only knew it from Dang. listening to um, Amazing Spider-Man Classic. Wow. And, you know, the, re- um, the only reason, actually, that was kind of that that name uh, did, I thought about that, but the reason I picked the Watkins was because um, that was the name that uh, Aunt May called her neighbor. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when it was supposed to be Anna Watson, and I, I was thinking, oh, that's how they retconned that that in was that they made him the other neighbors. But as uh, you know, what's his name on the the uh, and that show said wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Fantasy Fifteen. I'll steal Bailey's thunder. Yeah, Watkins was in there for that very reason. It was uh, red herring. Man. Amazing Fantasy 15, sir. Okay, actually, uh, this question will hit very close to home for you, Brad, because we know how much you love that hyphen in Spider-Man. So, Uh within Amazing Fantasy 15, the hyphen is A, used on the cover, but nowhere else in the book, or B, used on the title page and nowhere else in the book, or C, used throughout throughout the issue interchangeably with the non-hyphen, or D, it's actually nowhere to be found in the comic. I wonder if in the reprints they fixed this. There were some of the reprints will do that. Mm. <clears throat> I thought it was something like they put the hyphen in there because they didn't want to get confused with Superman. But no. Um, so the answer, it's used throughout, off and on is one of the answers. And what's the other one? Just on the front page. One's just on the cover, and what's the fourth one? Okay, there's um, used on the cover, but nowhere else. One of them is used on the title page, the page where it says Spider-Man, and he's at the high school. Mm-hmm. Or And C is, it's used throughout the issue sometimes, but then sometimes it's not used. And D is, it's actually not used in the comic period. Well, I don't think it's that last one because it's on the cover. Um, I think it's off and on throughout the issue. I bet you the letterer screwed up. It's on the title page and nowhere else. It's actually not on the cover. Seriously? Every image of the cover I've ever seen, I think, has it. Me too. Um, Hold on. um, Let me Google image this. Yeah, me too. I'll I'll give Brad a point if I'm wrong, but I I don't see a hyphen. I believe you. It's just that I've never – I guess I've never seen it. Oh, crap. there's no hyphen on the cover. There is huh. no hyphen on the cover. There is spider uh, above man, but they don't separate it with a hyphen. Uh, oh, oh, wait. No, 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 no. I missed this when what? I was double-checking. Spider, it, uh, there is a hyphen when he says it will suit Marvel at the awesome might of Spider-Man. Oh, in the word balloon, but not on yeah, the... Yeah, in the word balloon. So so yeah. I, I, pulled a bo- I pulled a boner and Brad gets a point. Whoa. Oh, whoa, what, what, what? <laughs> The, the I don't want to get any more points like that. <laughs> no more boner points, okay? Please, it's a family show. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 Brad. Yeah, Brad. Brad can't handle you know the innuendos and the double entendres. I'm sorry. Yeah. Has anybody else been listening to this podcast for the past yeah, few years? I, I know. I know. <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Yeah, I was looking at the when I was double checking this for the question, I was looking at the um introducing Spider-Man thing, but I didn't look at the uh at that. That's funny. All right. Kevin's up. Okay, still dying of hunger. Um Clone Saga. We're going to hear a door ring right now. Yeah, we're going to fucking hope so. The pizza man's going to know. He's going to be like Then you're going to hear, "Hey mother, what what where the hell's my goddamn bread?" He's going to open the door. It's going to be I'm paying for this shit. He's going to be like J Jonah Jameson ordering a pizza. He's going to open the door. Gunshots and it's going to if there's a knock at the door, you probably won't hear anything. I just won't be here for the next couple minutes. He's going to open the door. It's going to be me holding his pizza. He's going to be like, give me him like, aha, you have to answer this Jeopardy question. And I'm going to punch him in the face and take his cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the first act of physical violence against Josh. (laughs) Who was Ben Riley? Okay, at the time of Ben Riley's, you know, death slash, you know, degeneration slash melting into a puddle of goo, who was he dating at that time? A, Gabriel Greer. B, Betty Brandt, C, Janine slash Elizabeth, or D, nope, he was a swinging single. That's going to really depend on your definition of dating. Because, uh, I mean, we saw the last thing published before he died was Spider-Man Redemption, in which he was with Janine, but she confessed to murder and she went off to jail. So if that counts as dating then he was dating Janine. But if not, then he was single, especially because that was never shown in the main books. So I'm confused on the answer here. I can't elaborate on my intent without giving away the answer. (laughs) This is all comes down to your intent. (laughs) Well, it comes comes down to what's in the book. So what's in the book, then I'll go with swinging single. Okay. No, he was dating Betty Brandt as of uh, the issue of Spider-Man Unlimited that was done before Revelations. Oh, you're kidding. I think that's yeah. one of the few that I skipped. Yeah. I, Unlimited pretty much sucked, dude. Yeah, yeah he really did. That's why I stopped I mean, reading. Yeah. Yeah, it was... And he had dated her as the Scarlet... Well, not, like, dated her as the Scarlet Spider, but, like... I mean, they had that the whole Lois Lane, can you read my mind moment, but that's about all I remember. Can you yeah. read my mind? Yeah, that. Haley's <laughs> <laughs> favorite part of the movie. Uh, no, yeah, he. Um, they dated as like Peter and Bet and Ben. I mean, they dated as Ben and Betty. Um, in that Spider-Man. Peter and Ben. Yeah. Wow. Oh, cheese sticks. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> you should like. You should edit that at the end. Put it at the end of the last podcast, so it sounds like Kevin funny. like message board <laughs> questions and issue reviews. <laughs> Here, let's all listen. Oh, he, he probably muted. Where the hell you been, you bastard? Uh, hey, sure, are you in the room? Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. JR just got some cheese sticks, too. Everyone. Uh, oh, no, did I, not, <laughs> did I not mute my microphone? Oh, no, it's okay. It's all right. Bailey, you're up, buddy. All righty. Oh, before we get Bailey, let's refresh the score, JR. Where are we at? Um, let's see here. I was actually, I was going to ask, uh, Bailey, did you get the last question right? No, not at <laughs> okay, all. Okay, all right, okay. Oh, so right now, <laughs> Ke- Kevin, Kevin is it. leading with three. The re- uh, Myself, Brad, uh, and Stella have two, and yeah. uh, Mr. Bailey has one. Oh, He's going to come back and join the two club. Ah. <laughs> 
How are them chew sticks? Did you punch the guy in the junk? I tell you what, we usually save recommendations for the end of the show, but I'm <laughs> going to go ahead and say I recommend you do not put in your tip online. Because <laughs> this guy clearly knew he already had his tip. He doesn't say sorry, doesn't even acknowledge that he's late. He just hands him to me, says thanks, and walks away. And Damn. he was about 40 minutes late. Damn. So, yeah. And there's a, there's a bite out of two out of three your juice sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So who's up? What's going on? What up, Miss? Bailey's up. I'm Bailey's taking up. TV and film again. Cool, cool. Josh, question? Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, he's finding he it. It's okay. It. <laughs> Kevin's gone five minutes and comes back to host. <laughs> Which one of Sorry. these TV and film facts are false? A, Aunt May was voiced by the same actress in the 80s animated series and the 90s animated series. B, Carnage was going to be Jack the Ripper in a time travel story if the 90s animated series continued. C, Flash Thompson and Miss Lyon share the same voice actor. Or D, Venom was supposed to return in the 90s animated series sooner, but Fox was uneasy about it because of letters from parents. So this is the one that is false? Yeah, one of these is a lie. And and, and you gave me the nickname earlier this week of The Great Liar, so... Yes, you are The Great Liar. Um... I'm torn between A and B because Frank Welker did do Flash Thompson and Miss Lyon. So um, I'm going to go with A. In the 80s Spider-Man animated series, um, the one before Amazing Friends, but that featured like the same animation style and the same intro, Aunt May was voiced by the same person who did her in the 90s show. Um, I made up that whole Venom thing wow. that like Fox was scared to bring him back on the show. As I, far as the, the I, odd I, thing I, is, is I remember hearing something about that when they the show was on in the nineties. Uh, they were hesitant about Carnage, just as long as he didn't like you know slice people in half. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Well, there you go. I suck. <laughs> it's, I want to give Michael a hug. Stella, I'm just yes. destroying your self-esteem here. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Brand New Day. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of people picking Brand New Day. It's like you yeah, guys got something what? against that. Oh. <laughs> I did one marriage question. It was right. I don't know why I didn't go back to it. Okay. In addition to the Green Gob, in addition to the Goblin, who did Spider-Man say Menace was ripping off? A Craven, C, Vermin, or D, Mysterio? I believe you cut out for B, unless that was just me. No, he cut out for B. Okay, A, Craven, B, Electro, C, Vermin, or D, Mysterio? Um, what are the first two again? Sorry. Craven and Electro. Craven and Electro. I am going to go with Oh Dear. Oh Dear is not one of the options, but... Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm going to go with Vermin. Um, Spider-Man grabbed onto Menace's glider, got electrocuted, fell into the water in that first Menace story, 
and said, great, uh, ripping off the Goblin and Electro. Okay. <clears throat> JR is up. All right. Uh, I will take, um, wait, who did Stella guess? She guessed Vermin. Vermin. Oh, she guessed Vermin. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I haven't got miscellaneous yet. Being a glutton for punishment, I'll pick it again. Okay. Um, the, 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 this is, uh, this question refers to something that happened in the books previously, but in the context of the question, there's a small spoiler for big time. So, hope you guys don't mind that. It's a very small spoiler. Um, over in big time, Felicia, uh, kind of tries to get Spider-Man to put in a good word for her in the Avengers so she can join. What storyline previously had Felicia eyeing the Avengers and a spot in their team? A, Maximum Carnage. B, an offhand reference the first time she reformed in Roger Stern's run. C, during her limited series in the 90s. Or D, never, never happened. It literally came out of nowhere. Hmm. Um, so, okay, what, what, uh, let's see here. She made an offhand, or maybe she made a reference to the Avengers. Run, run the, run the options again, please. Maximum Carnage. An offhand reference when she reformed in Roger Stern's run akin to maybe I could even join the Avengers. C, during her limited series in the 90s, or D, it came out of nowhere. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I'm going to say it came out of nowhere. Um, well, if you choose to ignore Maximum Carnage from continuity, then that would be the right answer. Unfortunately, um, in the last pages of Maximum Carnage, Felicia saw the Avengers locking up Cletus Cassidy and said, oh, I, they don't look so tough. I bet you I can make their ranks if I wanted to, if I tried. Hmm. Wow. Uh, symbiotes, I'll take. Symbiotes, I haven't tried that yet. How are them cheese sticks? Yeah. Kevin? He's they are very out. tasty, but I was on mute, <laughs> so you couldn't hear my munching. <laughs> but yeah, that's some good loving. I thought the delivery boy came back and took him back from you. <laughs> Venom Dark Origin made what revision to Eddie Brock's backstory? A, his ex-wife was now black. B, we found, <laughs> we found out that Eddie went to ESU and was going to ask when out, but then saw her with Peter. C, Eddie had a previously unrevealed sister. Or D, Eddie got the Venom nickname in high school due to his temper. Refresh me what Dark Origin was. Was that one of the various miniseries of the 90s? Uh, it came out a few years ago. Um, it was after Brand New Day. Oh, this is what that uh, Medea guy, wasn't it? Yeah. Or, no, not... No, what did he... Uh, Drew Speck. The artist was or, Angel Medina. Medina, that's right, that's right. It was written by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. With your mouth full of cheese. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I think it helps the accent, though. If he was eating chocolates, that, then he wouldn't be craving that brains. Good, that was a good miniseries, too. And um, I'm going to guess he almost asked Gwen out, but he saw Peter with her. Um, he had a thing for Gwen in Spectacular Spider-Man animated series and in Ultimate Spider-Man, but she was nowhere to be seen in Dark Origin. Um, he was too busy spending time with his ex-wife, who was black in um, the miniseries. Really? Yeah. He changed her... I didn't know that. I forgot. Yeah, they huh. they changed her race. It was. Didn't she become that she venom in that awful miniseries where she's pregnant or something? 
Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't pregnant, but yeah, she was she venom. That was really weird. Yeah. I yeah. I almost used that as one of the questions, but I decided not to. Wow. All right, Kevin. Have you have you swallowed the cheese yet? Uh, <laughs> I'm bad. not going to answer that on Damn, the ground. Brad, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I am enjoying my cheese sticks. If uh, yes, that makes you any dip difference. them in the 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 the, the tomato marinara, the marinara or the garlic. That neither. You know, I'm I'm not a big garlic fan. If you dip them in marinara, why don't you just get a cheese pizza? Just because you like vampires. That's why you don't like garlic. True. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to go... I'm here uh, all night. I was actually thinking of switching to symbiotes this time, but after Brad's last question, I'm going Clone Saga again. <laughs> not that suicidal. <laughs> you got to go where you're safe. The yeah. first time clone degeneration was shown is, A, in the original Jerry Conway clone issues, uh, namely issue 150, B, in the original Karin story... Spectacular Spider-Man number 30. C, the power and responsibility back. And you cut out. Yeah, the last thing Uh, I heard was power and responsibility backup. The power and responsibility backup birth of a Spider-Man. Or D, smoke and mirrors. Specifically, Amazing Spider-Man issue 399. This is a really tough one. Um, Huh. Trying to decide if I think in the whole birth that no I don't know if they really even went into Kane at all in the birth of a Spider-Man thing they probably didn't and if they didn't then there's there was no reason to think of clone degeneration uh, well except for no that Gwen Stacy clone's still around so I'm gonna have to go with Smoke and Mayor's 399 which is just kind of a guess yep it was uh, the Guardian nice he was a clone nice. and he degenerated. Yeah, <clears throat> I was gonna say the original series he had thrown down a smokestack. He didn't. Yeah, there was no degeneration back then. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So cool. Would have been hard to bring him back if there was. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's oh. what people want today. Alrighty, <laughs> let's choose the next question. I'm gonna get wrong. Um... <laughs> you guys are so well, confident. I'm just I'm raising not... your spirits here. <laughs> Well, this this is this is hurting my self esteem as well as my inner child. Uh and your junk. <laughs> oh wow. I don't even know what that means, but that's okay. Um, I've been kicked in it three times so far. <laughs> yeah, kicked in the tic tacs. Um, I'm gonna go for Clone Saga because I, I am I am now getting caught up on Clone Sauna Chronicles, so maybe it'll have something on there uh outside of them complaining about how bad smoke and mirrors and players and pawns was. You're a category thief is what you are, Bailey. <laughs> what profession did Ben Riley never work as? What did he never do for a job? A, photographer for the Daily Bugle. B, janitor scrubbing toilets. C, daily grind worker. Or D, tutor. Well, I don't remember him... Thank you. Um, I know what cheese sticks taste like too. Uh, Well, he was a photographer during DC versus Marvel. I remember that. I know he worked at the Daily Grind during the Sensational Run. Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess Tudor because janitor seems like something he would have done previously. Tudor. 
Yeah, son of a bitch. I, I, son of a bitch. I wrote the question wrong. He did all of those. I don't know why I wrote it that way. Oh. <laughs> well, he gets the point. Yeah, it's another uh, Marvel versus DC. Bailey, yeah. it's, a bo- it's a boner question. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Bailey gets a question. I don't know how. Like when this was written down, he worked all of those jobs because he was a tutor. Okay, hmm. and he was a janitor in one of those recent uh, web issues by Jam to Math. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that I was like making list of his jobs and then I was going to put a fake one in there. If you want to if you want to give me another question, I'm good with that. Uh, no, 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 you get, no, you get you, a point. I got a, I got you, a point. You, you, you are in the points. Okay, very good. What? Just because I brought up DC versus Marvel? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, very good. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> who's who's winning right now? Yeah, let's go over the score, Jr. Uh, well, um, the guy who whined the most before we even started playing, uh, <laughs> Kevin is ahead with four, and Holy ev- crap. everyone else is taking a squat with number two. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I believe the term is popping a squat. <laughs> oh. oh my God! Or as my brother always said, much to my dismay, pinching a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Stella! Follow that. I'm embarrassed. I messed up like two of the questions here. <laughs> hey, dude, you wrote seventy of them. Enough said. Yeah, we'll deal with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're awesome. Um, I'm gonna go back to TV and film. Almost out of TV and film. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> Damn it! I know. Um, I think we only have like one TV and film question left. The 60s, the 60s, um, animated series, oddly enough, made Mary Jane, A, a Daily Bugle intern, B, Jonah Jameson's daughter, C, Captain Stacy's niece, or D, a cheerleader? Uh, Captain Stacy's niece. Yep. Did we use that one last year? Must have, because I actually did that one, and I know nothing about the 60s. But you guys have talked that, talked about that a lot on ASM Classics, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if that one was used last Stella's year. Stella's with three now, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they they were adapting the Brainwasher storyline. I'd just like to point out the two people that are in the lead now are the two that are at least two people that haven't gotten boner points. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to get to a boner point, Kevin? <laughs> Well, I was about to say, I was, I was still going to go with miscellaneous because I still haven't got one right, but since we're talking boners, I'll go back to Aunt May. Uh, <laughs> well played. So give, give me an Aunt May question. <laughs> okay. During Len Wine's run on Amazing Spider-Man, Aunt May shockingly, A, assaulted a police officer, B, drove a motorcycle from one of her friends, C, went with Peter and the gang to a disco, or D, all of the above, Ooh. Um, well, I know she assaulted the police officer because that was at the beginning of the uh, the Bart Hamilton Green Goblin story. But I, God, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah, yeah. And then she had a heart attack right afterwards. You know. As oh yes, yeah, that was another day. infamous. Yeah. What was the answer? She assaulted a police officer. Oh, yeah, okay. she was. She went through a period where she was one of the uh, where she was a gray panther, and. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, in, in a true out-of-character moment for me, really. I mean, it was she was going up the steps to City Hall, and a policeman said, you can't go up there. And she took her sign and started hitting him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but I, I, I would like to see Aunt May in a disco. I think that would be freaking sweet. 
Well, there was a, uh, she didn't go to a disco, but, uh, you met, oh, well, I know Bertone will remember this one. Uh, it was in one of the annuals where there was a two-page spread uh, of everybody in the coffee bean, and at the very end, uh, Anna Watson is telling May, oh, so May, this is where it's happening, and May says, cool it, sweetie, we don't want those cats to dig that we're hippies. So, and- <laughs> Yeah, that was in one of those uh, 60s annuals where it's like, nice. this is the coffee bean, this is ESU, this is uh, the Daily Bugle. I will take, I'll take Aunt May also. Yeah, lots of, of course the old guys are going to take Aunt May. <laughs> okay, um, this is actually the last Aunt May question. There's only four in the Aunt May category. So we're done with Aunt May and TV and film. Uh, no, there is one more in TV and film, it turns out. Um, yeah. But in Amazing Spider-Man issue 238, there was a previously unknown fact hinted about Aunt May. What was it? A, nothing. This issue was all Hobgoblin. B, that she once lost a child. C, that she almost married a criminal before she met Uncle Ben, or D, that she smoked in her teens. Oh, dear. I think it's lost a kid. Yeah. Yep. Or she has a thought balloon that's, of all things, oh, that, 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 that got cut off by... Did uh, she... Was it when she was signing some paperwork on that first page? It, it's, la- it's later on. Nathan's telling later her on, to okay. stop worrying about Peter, and she's like, you've yeah. never lost a child like I, and then it's cut... And well, it, then... Then that was addressed in the Trouble miniseries. Uh, that's not canon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank <okay>. you, God. <laughs> yeah, we've, there will be no Trouble questions on any edition of Spider Jeopardy ever. <laughs> that was a pretty looking book, though. I, the artwork was nice. I, I, I will talk about the '90s Venom miniseries. I will talk about Brand New Day. I will never address <laughs> Trouble. I, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll do Chapter One before I do Trouble. That's. Uh, <laughs> Um, there, there was one of those Spider-Man family slash Web of Spider-Man uh, stories where they went and showed uh, May and Ben's early married years, and that they did have a miscarriage. Mm. All right, Kevin, we're tied now, aren't we? Kevin and I, three to three. I've got, I had three four. four. Oh my bad, Kevin. Kevin's Stella. got four. So uh, Kevin's in the lead. So yeah, let's Kevin's do Clone Saga again. Let's keep going with works. <laughs> oh hell. He's going to rake up those Clone Saga points. Hey, man, I did my research on the host before. (laughs) Okay, which one of these girls never found out that Ben Riley was Spider-Man? A, Felicia Hardy, D, Janine, C, Desiree, or D, Jessica Carradine? Desiree. Yep. Everybody else and their mother found out he was Spider-Man. Yeah, I couldn't really keep that mask on. Yeah. <laughs> or his God, pants. Brad's already bringing out the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted in the chat window a picture of the new upcoming Muppet movie, which I think looks great. Are you that <laughs> bored with the trivia already? <laughs> <laughs> Is it rated X or G? It's, no, it's, it's, G. it's G. No, this oh. isn't Meet the Feebles. This is the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Who's up? Is it uh, it's Mr. Bailey? Yes. Um, I will go with miscellaneous. Okay, yeah, we haven't had some miscellaneous in a while. What so Aunt May's dead, though, isn't she? I mean, she's dead, but, you know, I mean, she, she, she'll be back. She's She always comes back. All right, here, I'm going to end the 
topics. Glory Grant's first profession when she met Peter Parker before she became um, Jonah Jameson's secretary, she was A, a singer, B, Peter's landlady, C, a student, or D, a model. What was the name of the character again? Glory Grant. Who's showering? My wife. <laughs> I thought someone was simmering some meat. I don't know. Whoa. I am in a oh, new go. part of the house, so... Well, that explains it, because you've got her corset, so she's taking a shower now, so... Bailey <laughs> uh, gets nudity every episode, I swear to God. <laughs> Jealous. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> so we're... What was... Uh, I've completely forgotten. <laughs> Glory gl- 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 Grant, you know, Jonah Jameson's secretary. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. she and Peter first met, she wasn't Jameson's secretary. She was a singer, Peter's landlady, a student, or a model. I would say a singer. With a name like Glory Grant, you would think so, but she was a model. Wasn't she played by Chip Fields on the TV series? Um, it, there was a character, but it wasn't yeah. Gloria Grant. But she uh, looked no, like she, yeah. It was, her character's name was Rita Conway, one of those inexplicable. Oh. Yeah, nice. Okay, if they're not going to make the next point, then they're that, not going to. That was Tootie's uh, mom. Yes. Yep. Yes, it was. Yeah. Facts of life. Uh, Stella, you're up. Uh, so there are no um, TV and film left. I think there's one and there's, left. There's there? one left. There's one left. Well, I guess I'll I'll take that last one. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, what comic did Marvel send to Sam Raimi that encouraged him to add a certain plot element to the 2002 Spider-Man movie? They sent him Essential Spider-Man number one. They sent him Howard Mackey and Paul Jenkins' Green Goblin two-part story, or they sent him the Drug Trilogy. This is actually an ABC one. <sighs> um, can you go over those again, please? Yeah, the um, Paul Jenkins and Howard Mackey two-part Green Goblin story or the drug trilogy that Stan Lee did in the 70s, or just Essential Spider-Man Volume 1? Uh, I'm going to go with A. Which was um, a, a, Essential? Is that what you're going with? Cause the the, I listed the as... Goblin? Do you just say the Goblin trilogy was A? Um, I read them backwards when you asked me to do them again, oh. when I did ABC. Just to make it interesting. Oh, okay. Well, the Goblin trilogy. The the two the Paul Jenkins um and Howard Mackey two parter or the drug trilogy. Just so we're being clear. Um, the Paul Jenkins. Okay, yeah, that was a two part story, but that is the right answer because that's Yay. where uh, Peter decide, uh Norman tried to make Peter his heir, and um, Sam Raimi saw that and he decided to add that plot element to the movie where Norman tries to get Peter to join him and be his son. So, and that scene was essentially on top of a building with Spider-Man gassed, right? Oh, and, and they addressed it too when he, yeah. he when the um, glider impaled him in the junk. He's like, "You look <laughs> like a son to me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have got him in the heart, not the junk, man. That was pretty bad. I agree. 
Okay, gang, we're going to wrap up this show a bit after the hour mark. You'll have to listen to the next episode to see who wins Spider Jeopardy. Will JR keep the Spider Yoda crown? Will Stella claim another win like she did the first year when we did Jeopardy? Well, you're just going to have to find out in the next episode. It's a fun one. But before we go, I want to give another shout-out to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com. They have some great trades that will help you if you're playing Spider Jeopardy at home. One of the books that draws a lot on history is the upcoming Spider-Man Fantastic Four hardcover. This one spotlights different eras where the FF and Spidey have met. My favorite in this book is the one where Spidey took the black suit to Reed Richards and tells an untold story. This one reprints the uh, four-issue mini along with Spectacular Spider-Man number 42 and Fantastic Four number 218. Now, the cover price for this book is $19.99. Mail order has it for just $11.99, which is 40% off the cover price. So check them out at mailordercomics.com. Thanks for listening, gang. I'm your host and webmaster, Brent Douglas, for the SpiderManCrawlspace.com. <laughs>